And this is Tommaso Champa. You're listening to WNS Podcast. Like the wallpaper sticks to the wall. Like the sea shark clings to the sea. Like you'll never get rid of your shadow. Frank, you'll never get rid of me. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert, a couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right, what's up everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A. Bear. We welcome you to episode 468 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, the Podcast, on YouTube, the Video, and on Apple Podcasts by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. Damn. You can also follow us on Twitter. At WNF Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DRH Pro. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore A Bear. You can also follow him on Instagram, A Bear underscore Mode. You can follow me on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro. And you can also follow me on TikTok. 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 At uh, Daniel Heron. So there you go. So welcome to the show. Got lots to talk about. Well, kind of lots to talk about. Stuff. Yeah, we got stuff to talk about. Um, going to talk about raw aew and uh i guess we'll give our hell in a cell predictions i kind of forgot to write those down but you know oh yuck we'll get we'll get that's yeah. happening this yeah, weekend that's happening this weekend <clears throat> um i don't give a shit <laughs> me neither <laughs> man i am uh i don't know how to describe it i just don't really care a whole lot Pain. about wwe <laughs> pro- <laughs> i don't really care a whole lot about wwe programming uh like I didn't even watch NXT this week. Daniel's super excited about Retribution. Boy, let me tell you, <laughs> if you want to learn how to kill a gimmick oh real fast, God, that fa- I mean, you trust Vince McMahon and his I'm creative you, team. Vince, he's done it a lot throughout yes. the past. It's like, oh, this is gonna be a dominant force, and guess what? Boom! We just killed your yep. push just like that. Nexus had the potential to be the next big thing. But they knows? ruined it at SummerSlam or Survivor Series, whichever one it was, where they lost that big match. Then you know, but that was that had a few months of buildup. This one is just well, they're done. They're wrecking shop. Well, let's give them a contract. Yeah. And then after that, you wrecking shop and looking no. like they're getting the number, getting the best of the hurt business. Yeah, and then. Some switcheroos are going on with the the draft, and then we got the fiend, and then the fiend beat up on everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's kind of bad. Happened. Yeah, because on Raw this past week, they kicked things off with the fiend and Alexa Bliss standing in the ring. Retribution shows up, like they're gonna get, like they're gonna beat him, beat him up, and then get him. The fiend disappears. Mm-hmm. So they've ar- he's already outsmarted Tell Retribution. Right, he's already outsmarted Retribution. Then the Hurt business comes out. They have an uh, a match that should have been built up, like this should have been a pay per view style match, but they're just like, no, we just we're just gonna have it. No, we're not gonna advertise this match. It's just, just gonna Hurt, happen. The Hurt Locker beats uh, Retribution. 
the Hurt Business. Yes. The Hurt, hurt Locker put the bu- Hurt Business. They put the Hurtin' on Retribution. Then they put him in a locker. And <clears throat> just like that, Retribution has easily lost via submission. Uh, and then... then and then later Bray on, Wyatt shows up again and beats them all up. Yeah, but then later on, was it earlier or later on, then Ali says, I was the hacker. Yeah. I was the hacker. Yeah, that was later on in the night. Ali, he he got a really good promo, but at this point, I'm like, I don't care about your faction at all. Like, you guys are weak. You guys got beat down by the <laughs> hurt business. Sauce. Y'all have lost so y'all's that's, numbers. That's Dio Madden, mm-hmm. uh, Mia Yim. Yeah. God, Mia. Um, I can't believe she's in this. Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah. Uh, who else? Shane Thorne, right? Shane Thorne, yep. Mercedes Martinez no longer in retribution. Good, good, good. Don't be associated <laughs> with that shit. And then uh, also, I think they were doing trial runs. I think Mojo Raleigh was part of it at one point. Oh mm. God, he was probably like one of the hooded figures or something. Because he talked. Where they're they like, did, like one of those promos you heard, hear his oh, really? voice. Yeah. So I don't give a shit about Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. I mean, it was an average match, and it was it's surprising to see Retribution lose this early. Like it's it's kind of sad, um, and I don't know. Like at this point, I'm I'm so worn out with WWE and the Thunderdome. Like every time they start the show and they do that little lightning with Welcome the thunder. Welcome to the and Thunderdome. All, no, it's not even that. Like there's no hype. It's just we're gonna do a soft opening. We're gonna do lightning, and then thunder, and WCW then W Thunder. WCW Thunder was probably better than this crap. <laughs> uh, but it's like, dude, come on, man. Because at this point, I don't want fans to return to WWE because the fans aren't going to do what Vince wants. He's just going to pipe in the crowd noise. He's going to tell us who to root for, oh, who shit. to cheer for. Do you think for. they're even going to do that? Say if they got <clears throat> a, a live crowd, it's like, let's still just pipe in the noise. You're just going to have... Co- oh, they've done it before. You have conv- oh on TV where you can't hear the real crowd, right? On TV at pay per views, they've done it. Like they've had crowd noise. It's basically hey, it we used appreciate be- you, but uh, fuck you if you don't like our shit. It used to be real bad uh, for SmackDown because they would tape it Tuesday nights, air it on Fridays, and it was real bad as far as the crowd noise. Like you could tell it was piped in. But uh, I'm so tired of Vince. Yeah, it's. Like the decisions that they've made recently over the past couple months, it's just not enjoyable. Um, AJ Styles got a new bodyguard. That guy's big. He's very tall. Yeah, he was in charge of uh, Raw Underground, or he was the body, the doorman. But now he's out of a job, so he's got to stand next to AJ Styles. He was also the tall ninja with uh, Akira Uh, Tozawa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's since gone to the wayside. Yep. So AJ Styles goes up against Matt Riddle. AJ Styles gets the win because the bodyguard guy clenched, the moves. clenched a fist. Yeah. And that was enough to scare a former UFC undefeated fighter. Yeah. Former undefeated UFC fighter, I should say. So that's great. They're already making riddle look bad even after the, even after they gave him a video Dude, package I'm, I'm telling you i felt like it was go- he was gonna look bad anyway because you have so many dominant forces mm-hmm. uh teams and individuals on raw now i feel like 
Matt Riddle may not get the shine. He may yeah. get the shaft. And I feel like the one good thing that Raw really has right now is Drew McIntyre. The, and the it's promos, still kind of meh to me. Compared to everything else, it's the best thing because he can cut a good promo. You believe him. He's a solid champion. God, I don't want. I don't want him to, to take drop the title. I don't want him to take the title. Don't either. want that shit. Um, but I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Man, I mean, you go from like some good to like really bad. Oscar versus Lana. Like, what's the I point of that shit? You didn't miss much. It was two minutes after. Lana, Lana taps out. That was like, her title shot? Yes, that was it. <laughs> they, like, here you go. Here's your chance. Oh, my like, God. Like, we're not going to build it towards... We're not going to build it towards Hell in a Cell. We're just going to have you wrestle on, on Raw the next week. Yeah. And then Nia Jax put her through a table for the fifth week in a row. Which people were thinking, this is like punishment for Rusev slash Miro going to AEW. If that's true, and if there was some punishment or resentment, like... Fuck Vince, that little child. I was about to say, would you put it past him to do that? No, no, I wouldn't put it past him because he is. What would you? What would you characterize him? As? Petty, petty, little petty, little petty, Tom, Tom, petty. Tom petty, and the Heartbreakers, um, the Heartbreak bitch. Kids, little bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Who's got papers? Who's got papers for me? Can you tell that Tyler is enjoying being the elite with uh, the Dark Order? I love Dark Order, man. I love Dark Order. <laughs> John Silver, Alex Reynolds, they're like my new favorite. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to be like uh, awesome. Like, I mean, they're already showing their stuff, but like yeah. a big tag team coming up. Sorry. So, <laughs> so after Lana loses her match, we then have a fatal four-way tag match. For the Raw or the Women's Tag Team Championships. So we have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, who are two people who don't get along, but somehow they're a tag team, versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, who are two people who don't really get along with, but they're a tag team, versus Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans, who Peyton Royce, they split up so that she wouldn't be in a tag team to tag her with Lacey Evans, well, who seen she doesn't get along with, but now they're tag yeah. team. We've seen shit like this in the past. Vince, is, it, he repeats his shit. Yes. Versus the Riot Squad, who in the past couple of months were two people who didn't really get along, but now they're tag team. It's kind of like, this is a bad analogy, but it's like when the wind blows, he gets an erection about something. I want this to happen. Mm-hmm. And then like, so, like the wind like blows in the wrong direction. No, I don't like this shit anymore. Yeah. I mean, this was... <sighs> I'm going soft. It was just average at best. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler get the win. And then it gets even worse. Elias coming out and cutting a promo. Hey, superstar, what are you doing with that solo? The first thing that I thought while this was happening, I was like, oh my God, it's WrestleMania 25 with Kid Rock putting on the performance of a lifetime. Then you were there, and didn't he go like way too long? Wasn't it like a three or four song set? It was annoying. It is. It's annoying. It's stupid. I hate Kid Rock. And <laughs> and Fuck Kid Rock. Sorry. Like the the thing that drives me nuts. Like I said, piping in the noise. It's so yeah, stupid it's because annoying. you it have is. Elias, you know, calling for a response from a crowd that's not there. Yeah, but. Certain people are not supposed to know that. Like who? Six-year-olds? Yes. And when then, you see the virtual people behind them? And yeah. 
Well, there's people that even probably some older people that you know. They're that, even reusing footage for the Thunderdome. What footage? Of people clapping and cheering and thumbs like up. Old, and, like older, not older like people. Previous like weeks. previous weeks. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Because people who were like on there, like, hey, there's my guy. Here, you know, there's me, but I'm not in the Thunderdome right now. Like, I'm not watching it. Wow. Without their permission. Well, WWE probably says we have the right Here's to... Here's a contract. You sign this. Yeah, you agree to our terms and conditions to be on there. Hey, man, apparently I'm in the Thunderdome tonight. Good job, me. Yeah, so they're going to do whatever they want, however they want. And see, that that's what's crazy. They have the ability right now to get over whoever they want, mm-hmm. however they want, mm-hmm. because the live crowd isn't going to be there to cheer or boo to let them know, hey, we don't like this idea. Okay. And they're still screwing it up. So I'm going to say something. I know there's people out there. They say it on our podcast. They say uh, on our page on Facebook. And they say all this stuff. Um, so much stuff. I am I am a super AEW fan. Yeah. I really am. And, like, they're not perfect. I know no. they're not. But, like, I feel like they go out of their way to please the fans. Yeah. And I know that you can't please them constantly. Right. They do a good job. Um, WWE... Sometimes in the past, I felt like they were trying to, and then I think they got to a point where it's like the higher ups. You know, Vince. I think the wrestlers really deep down want to please the fans. Yeah, I really well, absolutely. Do. I think they don't want to go out there and just like. I think Vince is a greedy bad. motherfucker yeah. who wants. Well, you have to think of it. You've got say eighty WWE superstars, male and female talent. Above them, you probably got about thirty writers. Above them, you've probably got about. Ten directors. Above them, you've got the, you know, the... Exec- <laughs> Everyone answers the Vince. You've got the executive directors of Raw and SmackDown. And then above all, the top of the chain... Jesus. ...is Vince, not Jesus. <laughs> he wishes he was Jesus. <laughs> he wishes he was Vince McMahon. No. Um, but at the top, you've got Vince McMahon. So it doesn't matter... The pyramid. It is a pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. Where's Jeff Jarrett? Well, no, it's more of a bottleneck. Okay. So... Once you get to the top, it doesn't matter how many good ideas they come up with. Whatever, whatever ideas Vince doesn't like doesn't happen. I like this is good. Yeah, but so, I got to run up. I got to so, run up. So everything you see that goes onto television, good or bad, was approved by Vince. So when you get Elias coming back to attack Jeff Hardy... After Jeff Hardy was cleared of the attack on Elias months ago, and he says, well, I don't care. I'm just going to attack him anyways. That's just idiotic. To us. To everyone, except for Vince McMahon. (laughs) There you go. Like, I really, I watch Raw, and I'm like, God, how are they coming up with some of these ideas? Not because they're, like, groundbreaking, but because they're awful. These are some terrible ideas. Hey, you know what will draw ratings? Let's have Lana win the uh, the Battle Royal and have her lose in two minutes. And then we'll put her through the table for the fifth time in a row. And then not do nothing with her. What is causing that? Like, what about that would cause people to say, dude, you've got to watch Raw. Like, what, what on Raw right now is that, dude, you have to watch this moment? Is there one at all? Because uh, I don't think there is. Now. I mean, I can see from a different perspective, even though we didn't like it, mm-hmm. the whole retribution thing, 
Like from a different perspective, I could see, hey, there's these people who run rough shot. Yeah, you know, this is kind of crazy. That people like the commentators are running, but now mm-hmm. the whole fiend doing this, blah blah blah. See, even even for me, like that wouldn't be for me. When really. Retribution first showed up, I was like, God, that looks lame. Because it was like, oh, we got the security camera. Oh, we're hacking into this. We're shooting fireworks at a um, whatever. At a transformer or whatever. Yeah, we're throwing a Molotov cocktail. And we're like jumping up and down. Woo, look at us. Look at what we did. Like, wow, you guys are so chaotic. Oh, wow. It makes me want to tune in and see what they're going to do next. Like, I really wonder if the people in Retribution really think this is a good idea. Or they're like, man, this is the only way we can get on TV. It's probably that. It's probably like, you know what? It gets me on TV every week. Who's the the NXT world champion right now? Oh, no, sorry, women's champion. Women's? It's not Mia. No. No, it's not. It's uh, Io. Io Shrek. Yeah. I think. So <laughs> I Mia, Mia hasn't been on NXT. Mm-mm. Dio hasn't been on NXT no, either. No, that's the thing. Like the only <laughs> the only one who was on NXT programming Dominic. was Dominic and Mia, but now they're not. Shane every now and then, but er, not yeah. much. He's been there for a while. Very rarely. But it's just like there's nothing worth tuning in for these weeks, these past few weeks. I mean, if you think about it, there's really not like you know. And what about I, now? I hate to compare the Attitude Era, but with Stone Cold Steve Austin, you never knew what he was going to do. You yeah. never knew what he was going to say. The Rock comes out. Oh, my God. What is he going to say? What is he going to talk about? What are they going to do? Oh, my God. They drove a Zamboni into the arena. Zamboner. You know, like, there was more chaotic stuff going on backstage with people who weren't in a chaos group, you know? And the and the logic behind Retribution is idiotic. We are here to destroy WWE. Well, let's give them contracts. And now we want you to be exclusive to Raw so that you can just destroy... <laughs> so that you can just destroy Monday Night Raw. Like... Yeah. The, the logic of it is... It, it makes no sense. It's stupid. Elias is stupid. This whole thing with Lana is stupid. <laughs> there was one point where... At some point, he was on one of the rosters, and I liked Elias. Yeah. Um, not so much now. Um, maybe people will tune in to see, like, hey, so what's the deal with uh, AJ Styles' bodyguard now? I don't, I don't know. I know he hasn't done anything, but he's a big dude. We'll see what he can do or something. Yeah. You're probably gonna get squashed or something. But no, maybe he's now he's with AJ Styles. That guy can be elevated. But I mean, what? Who are you gonna? Yeah. He's gonna, they're just gonna beat the shit out of Matt Riddle. <laughs> right. Matt Riddle's going to get the shaft, which we want Matt Riddle to like be awesome. Yeah, and just see they've they've booked themselves into we have a pay per view every month, so we're going to have a three to four to five week turnaround. So we need to have quick storylines. So you work through the matches so quickly that all you end up having are either like rematches for months on end or. You just burn through everybody. AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle. AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. And now you're like, well, we've had all these matches and we don't have any new content. Yeah. You know? So the thing with AEW is like they have many months to book out before yeah. their before their pay-per-views. So 
they can slow burn. They can take their time. Mm-hmm. Not every you know storyline has to be paid off within a two week time frame. You know, yes, AEW is lacking in some port in yeah. some parts. Yeah, you know, their women's division is not as strong as it should be. Um, but like you look at this, the the stuff Thanks, between sure should have won a title. <laughs> yeah sorry yeah i mean you look at some of the guys that they have on the roster and you're like man like i don't want to say that they're wasting but they're you know on the back burner right now yeah but they cycle in and out you know so they do that's true yeah there's some people kind of stay on top but there's some people Mm -hmm. who cycle out yeah so i mean there was even a time where the where the young bucks weren't really on dynamite for a while you know, they might have had like a backstage appearance or something, but that was it. Like they didn't wrestle on Dynamite for a while. Um, you know, the storyline with Kenny Omega and Hangman—that's been going on for like a year. So, yeah, I think they're about to turn Omega up. Yeah, turn up. So uh, Kofi Kingston defeats Sheamus with Big E looking on. His like Sheamus, like when they show like a picture of him. Like, they do that little, what's that, what they call, like, oh, here's Raw, here's, like, a picture of him, whatever. Like, he looks like a weird, like, goofy-ass gangster. Like, uh, Irish gangster, like a mob guy. Like, oh, Seamus? Seamus, like, yeah. it looks weird Yeah, to me. Like, he's ready for a pub fight. I don't know. Uh, so, the Hurt Business were backstage, Titus O'Neil came up, and, hey, man, I'd love to join you guys. They're like, yeah, we're in... He's like, oh, great. And he goes, no, we're in the Hurt Business. You're not. And they beat him up. Yep. Uh, Miz and Morrison challenged Tucker to get a mystery partner. Okay, I did chuckle at all that stuff. When, yeah. When tu- I was like, who the hell is Tucker going to find? Mm-hmm. And then they got El Gr- Gordo. Gordo. El Grande Gordo. <laughs> He's talking. The big fat. He's just saying something Spanish. Uh, Tucky. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, see, Tucky. Like, <laughs> Otis is the best thing. Otis is the best thing WWE he's, has going he's right He's entertaining. Well, I wouldn't say that. He's entertaining. He's not the best wrestler. No. But he's very WWE entertaining. Has. Yeah. He's he's very entertaining. He's he's the light. He's the mm-hmm. beacon of light. <laughs> Head toward the light. Head yeah, towards Otis. Dude, Tucker. I don't like Tucker. John Morrison and Miz is mad. He to did. Me. He did cut some good mic work though. Whenever he came out, I was like, I searched all over the globe, north, south, east, and west, hoping to find a tag partner. And wouldn't you know, just in the nick of time, I was able to find someone to come down. I thought it was gonna be someone from uh, Lucha House Party, and I was like, eh, okay, yeah, that's kind of where I was thinking too. Um, but then, uh, you know, so that was pretty funny. Yeah, see, Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Tucker and El Grande Gordo end up defeating Miz and Morrison. Uh, we got to see the Firefly Funhouse with, uh, Alexa Bliss. Um, so, you know, we're talking about killing characters and killing, you know, all the good stuff going on. Uh, Braun Strowman defeats Keith Lee. I did like the ending, though, to that. <laughs> where you gave him a low blow? Yeah, no, because that's... That's more, um, what was the word? Like, when Keith Lee did that to him, it was, it was aggressive. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'm not going to put up with your shit. You did that to me, or you know, if you do something to me, I'm going to do this to you. I'm like, fuck you. Now that that just basically they're going to go back at it again. Mm-hmm. But 
It keeps I did like punching it. me in the dick. Yeah. Why? Why does it keep punching me in the dick? So I did like that part. And then after that, we got Randy Orton's message from hell, which was idiotic because, you know, you could have had Drew underneath the ring, but he comes out and he's like, oh, I'll come in there and fight you. I got bolt cutters. Yeah, Orton didn't think of that. Um, and then the show goes off the air as soon as McIntyre <laughs> That was in weird, there. man. And supposedly that was planned. Like that. Yeah, it wasn't, oh, we ran out of time. It was, no, we planned that. Like, that's going to get people to want to tune in. That's where that's what they were going for. I chuckled at that, and I was like, this is so weird. Yeah, they just end the show. Here you go, guys. Make sure to tune in on Sunday. Fuck you. <laughs> Thanks for your money. Yeah. Man, I feel so bad for like people who don't live where they get good enough internet to they get the network. Pay for it. Yeah, people are paying like fifty bucks These to days, see this I crap. I would never do that. I would never do that. Fifty bucks for this kind of crap. Like I'll chuck, I'll, I'll cough in some money for. How much did we had to pay when we went to uh, that place? It, at times it was like Wingstop. five bucks ahead, ten bucks ahead, but then it started getting like, thirty. Yeah, it was like no. We did a few of those, but then we're like no. I think more. we did like one, and then after that two. It might have been two, but after that we were like, you know what? Yeah, we're done, man. <laughs> like, well, it's cheaper just to order it at home because you're paying thirty per person. Yeah, you're paying you know ten bucks to to watch it, and then you're spending twenty bucks in food and drinks. So that alone, you know, that's thirty bucks for you. Mm. But no, you're wanting thirty dollars a head plus food and drinks. No, like, fuck screw you, you dude. <laughs> that guy was weird. Yeah, and their soda machine just mysteriously always broken down. Like, come on, we know what's going on. Don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. So just be like, hey, I just want more money. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm just not going to order off. anything. Yeah. So raw was pretty garbage. For, for <laughs> very garbage. Yeah, for the three hours that it was, there was probably about five minutes that was worth watching. Trash, you piece of trash. And it, like it hurts because like Raw used to be the A show, you know. Like you tuned in every single Monday night to see what was going to happen and to see it fall to the levels that it NXT's has. NXT is the A show. See, but we're we're not even watching NXT. Well, I still feel like NXT is still better than Raw and SmackDown. See, I don't know. SmackDown's been pretty good lately. They've had at least consistent storylines that've been going on. Um, they even moved. And here's the here's the stupid here's thing. Here's the deal. So WWE is confident enough to say we're never leaving the USA network. There's nothing we can do that would make them want to get rid of us because we're their highest rated show every single week for every yes. every single year. So we're just going to take all the good storylines, air quote good, <laughs> move them over to SmackDown because we're a little worried with Fox that we've been letting them down. You're still going to let them down. Absolutely. Look, USA is that's a punching That's bag why the Mysterio Rollins shit. feud has yes, moved over. Yes, all of them. Yeah, they've uh, all been moved over. USA is a punching bag for all your shit. Like, uh, Fox is not going to put up with it. So, well... Well, Fox put up a billion dollars to to secure the rights for that, and they did not get a good equal return. I mean, that's as simple as that. How does that man sleep at night? How does Vince sleep at night? Yeah, probably. (laughs) He probably has to take pills in order to sleep. Supposedly, the guy, like, 
stays up late and wakes up super early to like work out. No, it's not good mentally. Yeah. Got to give yourself a break, dude. Yeah, you don't want to bust your quads. (laughs) Tear tear both your quads at the same time. Help me up. No one wants that. Damn it. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, just Raw was so enjoyable. And, like, for me... There's not much excitement in the commentary anymore. It's so no. It sounds so scripted. Well, yes, and I agree with you. I do like to a certain extent. I do like Samoa's Samoa's Samoa, Samoa Joe Joe's gets one. into it. He talks like the, you know. I, I can't do it justice. Here we well, go, man. He oh, gets baby. into it. I disagree with certain things that he's promoting and he's yeah. pushing, but in his voice, you could tell that he's getting into it. Yeah. Whatever. But the others. Like, they all, like, Samoa Joe is the one that puts emphasis on stuff. Same with Excalibur. Like, they bring the excitement to what you're watching. Yeah. Everyone else, sorry, you know, Tony Schiavone, like, I love you to death. You're a great guy. But there's just not excite. There's not excitement in Tony Schiavone's voice. There's not excitement in JR's voice. There's not excitement, like, Michael, Michael Cole tries to bring it, but it sounds so Fake, you know. Sounds like he brought it to the wrong door. What? <laughs> Bringing it, he brought it to the wrong. Oh no! Okay, stupid. Sure. Yeah, but it just sounds like he's trying too hard. I don't know. Yeah. But it just doesn't sound like it's genuine. Not into Saxton. I'm not into who's the other guy? Corey Graves. No, for all Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Yeah. Like, you watch NXT now, and Vic Joseph is doing a, a pretty solid job. Yeah. So, who's on there? Who's on NXT? Vic Joseph, Wade Barrett, and Beth Phoenix. Where's Nigel? Is he still in the UK? I don't know. I think he's doing... Yeah, I think he might be doing NXT UK. Because they're back, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's just... I still want, I still want that man to have a job. Yeah. And, uh... You know, I miss Morrow because yeah. he always he'd always he have a quip it. or something, and you know he brings excitement to every match. I wonder how he's doing. I hope he's doing all right. Yeah. Um, but going over to AEW, and I almost texted you while I was watching Dynamite. I was like, dude, Jr. just sounds so bored. I thought you were gonna say, man, I almost texted Mora. <laughs> yeah. Around. Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> hey, Morrow, how you doing? I hope you're doing well. But no, like, I was listening to the commentary, and I'm like, JR just, he's... Hit lo- or miss, man. It, it is, yeah. It depends on the night, you know. He's, it's like he's trying to piece it together. And he's like, well, folks, uh, we we got a match coming up, and, uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be great. And uh, we, got a, we got a commercial coming up in uh, three, two, one. Picture in picture, right now. And I'm like, dude... <laughs> Call the action. Yeah. You know? Someone's got to put the horse down. I mean... Eventually. You know, Excalibur does a great job. Tony adds a little bit Tony to it. Tony needs to, like, do backstage segments because yeah. that's where he's shining, man. Yeah. Like, do a lot of stuff with Britt Baker. That shit's mm-hmm. good. Um, even, like, the post-show, like, he can come and say, hey, motherfucker, you know, he just the shit that yeah. he says. I mean, he can't say motherfucker on air, but... <laughs> He's hilarious. I mean, they can. They just have to bleep it. But, like, JR would be like, this is an important match. And Tony's like, you're absolutely right, Jim. 
and that's it. <laughs> like there's no, there's, they don't add anything to it. It's just like this is an, this this match has high stakes, and it's like that is an excellent point, Jim. And then Excalibur is like, and look at the tope going. You know, like he's calling the action, so it's like Let's pick oh. up the slack, man. He's trying to go, Excalibur, go. Please, Excalibur. <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever watch any of the AEW Darks? I uh, have not in a while. I mean, well, I haven't watched it in a while. Excalibur and Taz. Good. <laughs> they just joke around most of the time. Yeah. Like, they call some of the action, but there was one time where uh, uh, Excalibur made a joke about a wrestler, and it just went completely over Taz's head. Yeah. And then he was like, wait a minute. Are you, are you for real? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, seriously, dude, are you ribbing me? He's like, yeah, I'm ribbing you. He's like, oh, man, I, th- man, I thought you were serious. You, I, I believed you there for a second while the match is going on. Wow. You know, it's like. Took away from it. A little bit, but it's, it, adds, it makes it a little more fun. But, you know, it's like, dude, like, I don't know. Commentary is down. The, the directions in WWE is down. I just. I'm not digging WWE programming, at least for Raw. SmackDown, it's two hours. I, you can sit through That's it. That's some good parts about Daniel Bryan's back. Yeah. I like Sami Zayn. I like Shinsuke. I like uh, Cesaro. Cesaro. Um, like, I'm digging the Roman Reigns stuff. I know you're not as big a fan of it. Like, I'm liking it. I love the heel, heel Roman Reigns. Supposedly, he's going to have a new theme song coming up, and I'm sure it's going to be terrible. because Is it going to be someone go, da-da-da? Da-da-da. Well, da-da. they're probably getting rid no, of someone that. mouth that, you know, like, oh, yeah. It'll be Vince. Ha-ha, ha-ha, ha-ha. That's some <laughs> good, good shit. shit. So, uh, yeah, but moving over to AEW, um, we had the uh, tournament, single elimination style. Wardlow quickly defeated Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um, Kenny Omega even quicker defeated Sonny well, Kiss. Joey Janela apparently is, was around someone with COVID. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Um, he was pulled from uh, Dynamite. I wonder if he's still not happy with the spot in AEW. I don't know. Um, AEW did issue uh, a statement saying AEW and Joey Janela learned that he had had exposure to a known COVID. He was at an independent show. Positive person at an independent show. So yeah. independent wrestling is still going in certain. Areas, I guess. Yeah, even locally here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, they're coming this Saturday, which darn, we just happened to schedule a dinner date that it's day. This Saturday, it is this Saturday. Darn, we just happened to schedule a dinner date that day. Uh, actually, my wife scheduled it, not knowing that there was a wrestling show. So, well, what can you do? Them the breaks. Yeah, unless we, unless you guys want to do a lunch, and then we can go to the wrestling show. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Uh, so they said, for that reason, we are pulling him until such time as he is cleared to return consistent with our protocols. So that was uh, yesterday, the 21st of October. Yep. Um, so Kenny the Cleaner, as we're getting closer to. Closer and closer. Uh, bell rings, V-trigger, one-winged angel, one, two, three. And uh, Kenny Omega advances. Then we got probably the best match of the night. Ray Phoenix versus Penta El Cero. I love it. Yeah. It was good. It was good lucha. It was like a a beautiful dance. Yeah. They uh they they tore it down and uh Ray Phoenix took a pretty nasty bump and uh I wonder why they've versed each other cuz the brothers. Brothers, man. Two brothers. 
fighting as hard as they can. You know who I would like to see another part? Two and then a meteor hit. Two different companies. But uh, Lucha Brothers versus the Briscoes. Them boys. Them boys, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, Penta showed compassion for his brother, which is why he lost. He didn't think about the win. He thought about his family. Bullshit. Me familia. So Ray Phoenix ends up getting the victory after a Canadian destroyer. It's a really good. Solid match. And JR was like, wow, that was, that was really something. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Put a little more into it. Uh, Colt Cabana versus Hangman Adam Page. I don't even like you, but I want you to win the title. <laughs> man, so I've been I've been making it a, a point to look for Hangman Adam Page's blurbs whenever he comes out each and every week. And I, can I just say, I absolutely love it. Because it has been so consistent, so hilarious, that he is the only one who gets these special little blurbs. Like, everyone else is like, oh, they defeated this person on Dark this past week. Oh, they did the Young Bucks putting that shit in. Absolutely. Or maybe he has something to do with it as well. But uh, (laughs) Adam Page's this week was, is in this tournament due to a series of drunken voicemails. (laughs) Like, I'm cracking up. I'm loving it. See, and it's like, those are just like the little things. It adds to the character and it makes it a little still more like enjoyable. A, I still like if he's a drunk, you know? Keep like the drunk aspect. I don't know. Yes. You, don't, you don't want to encourage alcoholism. No, you don't, but you can still be a badass and like drink all the time. Well, it's one thing to drink. It's another to like stumble around being drunk all the time. Well, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, not like alcohol is funny. Like, you get, Quote Tyler A. Bear. <laughs> that could be a character. If it sells, you plaster that Dude, guy up. You would. You admit that he's done some you funny shit that when that he's guy drinking the whole time. He's done some funny stuff. Yeah, but uh, you know. So Hangman Adam Page ends up defeating Cole Cabana. The Dark Order comes out and a rare sign of compassion help him to his feet and to the backstage. What was that all about? We'll find out in due time. You little bitch. bitch. Um, Britt Baker defeated Killian King. I hope I said that right. Um, the main event saw the Young Bucks defeat Private Party, Butcher and the Blade with the bunny now, and the Dark Order. Man, I wish Dark Order would have won. Yeah? Well, there's still time. Uh... Supposedly, um, a member of that match got uh, knocked out. Said, private oh. Private Party hit a double team move off the top rope to Reynolds, uh, Alex Reynolds, which knocked him out and left him in the ring for several minutes. Uh-huh. He was medically fine after the match, but it did. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can. Damn it! Mo- so it was whenever they did the the Hardy drop. Yeah, and the guy's leg, Isaiah Cassidy's thigh lands like right on his Ugh. head, so he was supposedly Ugh. knocked out for a uh, for a brief mo- moment there. So, but so Young Bucks end up winning, so they're going to be facing FTR. FTR get in the ring, they have a stare down, and then uh, the chair shot from good old what's his face. What's his face? What's his name? The manager's name. 
For FDR. Oh. Uh, totally Blanchard. Totally. God. You're just like, why are you looking at me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that's right. Uh, so they break the leg or try to break the leg. They break it down. Matt Jackson. And, uh, and then he's also bleeding from the nose or something. Well, this is but what we've been waiting for for a now while. It's, now it's personal. So now we've got two matches that I know you're highly interested in for full gear. That being John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston for the title in an I Quit match. Like a tap out I Quit match. Yeah. I Quit like the company match. <laughs> yes. Yes. I always got so confused with that. It's like, because they've done it different. Like, everybody's. Like, That's what they call a loser leaves town. Uh. Loser, get the fuck out of this company match. And then show up in the next town because we, we got a show on tomorrow. On a pole match. Yeah. Joint on a pole match. <laughs> RVD special, in there? special match. Jake Hager. God. <laughs> Booger T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that. But there was one more thing of Dynamite that we have to talk about, and I feel like it's uh, dividing the line of wrestling fans. Yeah, because, you know, you're either for it or you're against it. There's no, like, in-between. There is an in-between. Is there? You can... Well, okay. I'll I'll put it like this. Um, Jericho thinks it's the greatest moment of wrestling history. Um, however, I put out a poll on our uh, Twitter. It's a poll. Uh, <laughs> I put out my poll. Uh, <laughs> I asked what people thought of Le Debonair Dinner on AEW Dynamite starring Chris Jericho and MJF. Uh, I gave them four options. Okay. Loved it, liked it, disliked it, or hated it. Oh, God. Zero percent disliked it. Okay. I'm going to go in, in rising order. Okay. okay. So 0% disliked it, 18% liked it, 27% hated it, 55% loved it. So the majority of people either loved it or liked it. Which, you know... Combined, that is. 27% I feel like wrestling is a lot of different things. And I know there's going to be people out there that are like, well, you're just uh, AEW, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I will call out AEW if they do shit yeah. I don't like. Well, you know how many times that WWE shoved down our fucking throat, comedy that does not fucking work? Yes. And stuff All the time. And trust me, they've done comedy that's work. To me, yes. Santino Morella stuff worked yes. most of the time. It, it did, yes. I, I loved it. Uh, you I'm know? gonna call you. A um, I don't care. Back and forth, our truth stuff. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I don't hate. I, yeah, I don't hate the man for it. You know what I mean? No. But they've done comic shit that's annoyed me because it doesn't work, and they try to shove it down my damn throat. Keep in mind, they once had a storyline involving Natalia where she farted. Yeah. Like uh, and also there's that. And I don't. I don't think you can call this a comedy thing, but. They called Mickey James fat. Piggy James. <clears throat> Piggy right. James, yeah. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. So, with this, you love it or hate it. I'm not going to persuade a person who hates this mm-hmm. to like it. Yeah. Um, I like it, and I won't shove it down your throat. I liked, I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if he's going to join the inner circle or they're going to turn on each other or if MJF is going to join the inner circle and then some of the inner circle is going to leave. I don't I don't know where they're going with this. Uh, they're both hills, the t- top hills. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I did. It was cheesy and funny. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know what else to say. When I first watched it, I was like, what the hell? Okay, so whenever they're ordering the dinner, I was into it. I'm like, okay, they're trying to one-up each other. You know, it's funny because MJF's drinking wine. Uh, Chris Jericho's drinking the bubbly. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I get it. When they started breaking out into song, I'm like, what in the hell is happening right now? Like, what is this? I was kind of against it. And then I let it settle, settle in for a little bit. I went back and rewatched it. Because I even messaged you while it was happening. I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? But you weren't watching at that time. I wasn't. And so I sent you the link. So I went back and rewatched it. I was kind of the same way, though. Yeah. I kind of had to watch it a couple of times. To like it more. So, and I started liking it more. I don't love it. No, yeah, no. And I'm still debating on if that's MJF's actual singing voice because we listened to him sing earlier today, and he actually has some pipes. Now, was that actually him singing? Don't know. Because I feel like certain you can tell it was Jericho because Jericho yeah. has a unique voice. To me, I felt like certain things that he was singing it was him. On there were parts. parts, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, was it Jim Cummings and The Lion King. The new one? No. The Which, old one. The animated uh, one. Oh, okay. Uh, so, who was it? Was it Jeremy Irons who played Scar in the animated movie, I think? I think it was. For those who don't know, the song Be Prepared, sung by Scar in the animated Lion King, was sung by two people. Oh. The actual actor, which I believe was Jeremy Irons, and then Jim Cummings... Also known as the voice of Winnie the Pooh, ha! came in because Jeremy Irons' voice was worn out and he couldn't sing anymore. And if you listen, if you know what you're listening for, you can tell it's two different people. Wow! But because Jim Cummings is such an amazing voice actor, you, for the untrained ear, you can't tell. Wow! Like when I was a kid, I could tell instantly. I'm like, that sounds like two different people singing. And sure enough, it was. So wow. I knew I wasn't going crazy. Um, yet then. So, uh, at times it does sound like someone else is singing for MJF. And then at times it does sound like it could be MJF singing. Yeah. So that's, that was the comparison. That's where it's bringing it full circle for that. Um, like I said, it took me a while to digest it. I liked it. I don't love it. Yeah. I thought, I think it's entertaining. Yeah. I was entertained. I do not know where they're going with it. Right. We know next week they're going to have a town hall. Yeah, they're going to have like a meeting or something. And they get the word on the street and see if people really want it in their circle. I'm telling you, proud and powerful do not want them in there. Uh, Hager's going to be goofy. Uh, I don't know what Sammy's going to do. I don't know what's going on. Unless they're going to... I don't know, man. Sammy Guevara. (laughs) I feel like they're probably going to say... I I feel like Jericho's going to be like, all right, guys, let's, let's give him a chance. Let's see if he's inner circle material. And then he's going to annoy the the members of inner circle. Yeah. And then what? There's going to be conflict. Yes. Jericho's Jericho's going to have to choose a side. Hmm. Are we going Hollywood or NW Wolfpack? Hollywood. Yeah. Um, speaking of Jericho, since we're kind of done with with Dynamite uh, on this last week's episode of Talk Is Jericho, Chris. Jericho said that it isn't fair that WWE doesn't pay him for showing his matches on the network. 
Jericho feels like this would not happen in other areas of entertainment, and it needs to change, saying, quote, this has to change, and it's no ill will towards WWE, the fact that they can show all of my matches on their network that people pay for, and I don't get a dime of royalty, it makes no sense. That's not how normal business, normal entertainment, and the normal world they works. They got some loopholes. I did MacGruber 10 years ago, and it was... And was in it for two minutes. I still get residual checks. It's not a lot. 20 bucks, 15 bucks, 50 bucks. But I'm still getting residuals from being on that movie. Here I am with probably 100 matches on the network and getting nothing. That's the same. I don't see the fairness in that, end quote. Yeah. That's to be this. He's got a point. If they break that down, the floodgates floodgates are going to come. Absolutely. Moxley. Oh, yeah. All the people who are not. Mm hmm. What if they're like all of the WCW what if Omega's like you got you got my thing that one FCW thing yeah that's my match you put on there yep without my consent Disco I was never and- part of, well technically he was part of WWE with yeah. FCW but not Disco Inferno is going to be getting some royalty <laughs> checks God, for having WCW content can't stand there. that man uh- <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know there's there's two sides that I see one is on WWE side, when you sign that contract, they own your likeness, the rights, they the balls. Yeah, they own they own everything. Technically, I'm sure if they had tried, they could have owned the character name Chris Jericho so that he would have had to wrestle as Chris Irvine or whatever. But they didn't think he would go. Exactly. They let him go with those uh, opportunities in hopes that he would come back after doing whatever he wanted to do. So Is that his real name? Chris Irvine? Or something Irvine. It's something Irvine. I'm just saying correctly. Like Irvine, could, Irvine. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, yeah, dude, like, you put in the work. You should be getting paid for that. Like, that's your that's your person being on, oh, yeah, on screen. Sure. You know, like, the, uh, the actors on the show Friends, they still get money. The people from The Office, they still get money for, yeah. for having their show syndicated on multiple networks. So it's like, well, yeah, you're you're on a network. Why not? You know, I'm sure Samoa Joe. That's true. Would probably be okay with that because he'd be like, hey, I'm getting money from Impact and from WWE. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that's gonna. That's I wonder gonna, what's the loophole? Why they're not? Because WWE owns their likeness. Like I said, you know, it's I like saw, we own we own the rights. Like if we want to go out there and make a Chris Jericho clown bobblehead, we can. We have the rights to it. That's how they get you. Yeah. So, they might not be able to do it now because he signed with AEW. I don't know. Asked the question. Probably. It was like, hey, you still making any? Uh, I any still money think it's. That? If you think about, I think I still think it's nuts how everything turned out with him. Like when he left, he was not going to wrestle in the USA. Yeah. Because he didn't want to piss off Vince. Mm-hmm. And then. I forgot what it was that made him change his mind and then he started wrestling with other companies and Vincent like I thought that was amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> so but moving over into hot topics, a report from Orlando's Channel 9 reveals that local authorities have asked Orlando's COVID-19 strike team to investigate a number of businesses that are believed to be super spreaders of the virus in the area. Uh, the report notes that WWE venues, the Amway Arena, Full Sail University, and the Performance Center are under investigation. Oh. So, uh, supposedly, there are like 17 venues in Florida that are considered like super spreaders. WWE is three of them. 
God damn. Uh, WWE issued the following statement, quote, WWE is not open to the public, but rather operating on a closed set with only essential personnel in attendance. As part of an ongoing weekly testing protocols, Aventus Labs have administered more than 10,000 PCR tests to WWE. WWE performers, employees, production staff, and crew, resulting in only 1.5% positive cases as compared to the current national average of more than 5%. Additionally, extensive contract tracing takes place and impacted individuals are placed in 14-day quarantine and then only cleared when they test negative. If that if that falls through, they still get to the blame that I'll do. Uh, They're going to blame anyone but Vince themselves. can uh, place a call to Trump. Yeah, good. Um, in other news, Brock Lesnar reporting to the U.S. returning to the UFC in the virtual octagon. I do not. I don't get shit. I really don't. Virtual octagon. He's not actually doing it. He's, I don't know what that means. EA Sports announced on Thursday oh, gamers game, gamers game. will get to play as Brock Lesnar for the first time in six years. He is among a number of fighters and a Halloween vanity pack that will be released for the UFC 4 video game. They're bringing back CM Punk in that game too? <laughs> Maybe. Dang you never it. know. So they'll get to play as Lesnar from uh, Friday, October 30th. Um, and... Other information, go to WrestlingNewsForce.com to check that out. Uh, Bret Hart has responded to Jake Roberts calling him one of the, quote, worst world champions. Um, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Bret Hitman Hart took a shot at Jake the Snake Roberts. Hart responded to Roberts' claims that Hart and fellow Shawn Michaels were the worst world champions of all time, saying, quote, I take exception. Jake Roberts is one of those guys who a few months ago said something about he made a stupid comment about the two worst champions there ever were were Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. And he made some reference that we didn't draw, which is, uh, let's see, which is always, I don't know if that's a fair view. If you look at any of the WrestleManias, WrestleMania 12, you can't tell me if you look at the crowd that I don't, I didn't draw. I mean, it's, it was huge buy rates. And there was a packed arena. Even Wembley with the British Bulldog was over 80,000 fans there. And to try to throw out, hey, you never drew? I wrestled in front of 100,000 people in India for WWE 1994. We drew. But maybe in the United States, you could argue that I didn't draw the way that Hulk Hogan drew. But, I mean, who did? Who drew like Hulk Hogan did? It was a phenomenon in 1984 when WrestleMania had the whole sort of rebirth of pro wrestling happened. And the numbers that happened at that time were unprecedented. Uh, end quote. Even though Roberts never went to the gym, he was a legitimate tough guy or real athlete. Hart acknowledged that Roberts was a good promo and a good, quote, pretend wrestler. Additionally, Hart indirectly <laughs> argued that Roberts should have been world champ if Hart and Michaels were such weak selections. He could still be the world champ. He could. He's an AEW. AEW. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, Hail so Caesar. Uh, yeah. Hail Caesar. Um. Bailey has surpassed Charlotte Flair's championship Bailey. record. There you go, Bailey buddy. Uh, she's officially pa- surpassed Charlotte Flair's previously held record of the most combined days as a reigning champion of any woman in modern WWE history. She has now officially been a champion for 948 days. 
This was posted yesterday, so now 949 days, firmly putting her ahead of Flair's 947 days. The record includes the Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Divas titles, although Bayley was never a Divas champion. It is also worth noting that Bayley has only been a champion in WWE six times, while Flair has been a 12-time champion. Bonus stats is that Bayley is also the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion as she surpassed the record set by Becky Lynch's back in December. So congratulations to her. Congrats. Yes. Final bit of hot topic news that I have. Impact Wrestling has officially released Daga. So he had reportedly been asking for his release. Impact said no, no, no. We don't want you to go. Let's let's talk. No, no. Negotiations uh, fell through. Was not able to come to uh, an agreement and they finally gave him his parting ways. So there you yeah. go. Uh, I, sh- I showed you this video, but... Uh, EC3, um, Shane Taylor too. Yeah. Well, before that, he cut a promo in the ring for ROH, and then when he's backstage, he ran to Shane Taylor and his guys. Uh, EC3 wasn't saying anything, and Shane Taylor was in EC3's face. Then the Briscoes came along. I I don't know if it's gonna be next week's episode or they taped it already, but it's gonna be Shane Taylor and his guys. I don't I don't know who they are. Uh, versus the Briscoes in EC3, which is kind of exciting because I don't know if EC3 has ever like wrestled like with the Briscoes or yeah. if he's, maybe in the past. I don't know, but it's kind of exciting because it's like it's someone different. In mm-hmm. ROH. So it's cool. See, for me, I'm not the biggest EC3 fan. And I think it's because I did not watch a lot of Impact. So all of his claim to fame happened in Impact. And then mm-hmm. he came back to WWE and you know, we saw what how he was yeah. treated there. So for me, I'm not like... I don't know. Like I'm, I watched the stuff in, in Impact and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah? Okay. Well, good deal. Uh, that's all I have. Any, anything you got? Uh, what do you think of Rambo? Mortal Kombat. That looks pretty cool. <laughs> Dude looks badass. Gonna Bad be fighting ass. Terminators and Robocops. Badass. Um, today when we were doing the podcast, uh, before I left to come do this, the D- second DLC for Pokemon, dro- I mean, it hasn't dropped. It's supposed to drop today, but hopefully Pokemon. when I get home, it will be up. I can update it and play it. Update. Uh, I'm ready for the 19th of next month. That is Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077. And I think you finally convinced me to get it. I didn't convince you. Well, I thought it was your wife well, that convinced you. Well, my wife's encouragement as well. Yeah. So you can yeah. customize your pubes. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Yes. <laughs> I am sold to that idea. Daniel's been playing on uh, the Twitch. I have been playing on Twitch. I'm up to four whole followers now. Yay. Yay. Which is good, you know. I've been playing for like four days, so I've gained, gained four followers over those four days. So, you know, making progress. Give so, me a shout out. Yeah, twitch.tv slash drhpro. If you happen to be listening and uh, want to follow me, feel free to. Uh, mostly playing Fall Guys, where I finally, one, finally, one, one, one. got my first victory. One, one, two. What cracks me up is like I looked at some of the people on Twitch and they've got like 300 victories and all that. I'm like, Jesus. I don't even think I have that many f- losses. So what games do you have on uh, Steam? Currently on Steam, I only have Among Us, which is awesome, and you really need to download it because you can do you can do PC and mobile crossplay. Yeah. So we could be playing in the same game, but you could be on your phone and I could be on my PC. Huh. Um and then I have Fall Guys. Did you get 
what, did you check out that one I sent you? I forgot what it was called. The Papers? No, Hyper something Brawl, Hyper Brawl. I did. I looked at that. I might, I might have to download that because it seems pretty neat. So uh, we'll have to see how my Steam collection will grow in the next coming week. So, uh, like I said, if you happen to... And also get papers, please, too. Yeah. Get papers, So we please. can play. We'll play on your Twitch or podcast, Twitch, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. And, uh, you know, as we... As I progress and build up this little studio of mine, um, for those listening, we are... We discussed earlier today. We haven't, made, we haven't made official plans, too, yet. Uh, but we have discussed the possibility of doing like watch alongs so we can watch Drive the along. show no so we can uh we can watch the pay-per-views from here stream it on twitch and you guys can watch along with us if that's something anyone's interested in so if you happen to be interested in that make sure to head on over to our facebook page gymnast podcast and uh, let us know just make a comment something like that hey you guys heard you on the show and i would totally watch pay-per-view with you guys whatever so um Anyways, you can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook, Dimness Podcast, on YouTube, Dimness Video, on Apple Podcasts by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pie, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. So many of them. Blah. You can also follow us on Twitter at Dimness Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DRH Pro. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear on Instagram, Abear underscore mode. You can follow me on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro. You can follow me on TikTok at Daniel Heron. So there you go. Got anything else? No. All right. We're for the podcast crew. I am Dino Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all next week.